does holidays everywhere every day book yours today with RAA SAFM's Beck and Soda Oh my gosh look at these trending topics Yeah oh my gosh we look at what's trending around the world and I have woken up to an image of Kylie Jenner at Paris Fashion Week wearing a brand called Chaparelli uh, I don't know if I've pronounced that correctly. Basically, she has a life-size lion head with a full mane mm. on her body like a brooch, but it is so large that it basically takes up half of her body. Now, it is not a real lion head, so the post says it's in hand-sculpted foam, wool and silk faux fur and hand-painted, celebrating the glory of the natural world and in capital letters, no animals were harmed in making this look. I don't care if no animals were harmed. It's celebrating animals as trophies to be worn as accessories by women and I think it's tacky and disgusting and sad and, and also ridiculous. She looks ridiculous. We'll put our photo, the photo up on our Insta story, but I'm sorry. If if you saw a woman rock, rock up to an event wearing a lion on her body, an entire lion's mm. head. Mm. No, it looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> you know who she looks like? She looks like King Joffrey Jaffer, who is the king of Zamunda in Coming to America. <laughs> you know when they rock in to Queens yeah, and he yeah. comes through and yeah. they've got all the pedals and that on the ground and he has got this massive lion on his it's head. It's dumb. It looks like a real lion. Animals are not fashion accessories and I think this is tacky and I think it will backfire on the brand. But have a look at this picture. It's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. It looks like her plus one is Aslan from Narnia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, speaking of the animal kingdom, spare a thought of a little raccoon who was found by railway workers straddling a rail line and he was stuck. This happened in Georgia. Basically, he straddled the little, the railway and it was so cold that his little raccoon balls were like frozen to the railway track. And he would have been, not only would he have had really, like literally freezing his balls off, he would have got run over by a a train if they hadn't rescued him. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're telling me that his little furry sack was stuck to the rail. Yes, he straddled it and then he's got stuck because he's frozen on there with his little little (laughs) raccoon balls. Anyway, we've managed to access some exclusive audio. They sound like a delicacy in some countries. I just have a little set of raccoon balls. I've got this audio you want me to play. What is this? Basically, we've we've captured um, some exclusive audio of the raccoons in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Or at the moment it happened. Oh, yeah, just walking along doing raccoon stuff. Oh, hello, free railway track. Okay. I've I wanted to do this for so long. There was a round. I'm, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> oh, no. SAFM's Beck and Soda. You promised us a parental hack. Yep. I am listening. Right, school goes back in, what, six days' time. If you are struggling to get to that finish line, I have got something for you. Yesterday we were running around. We had to go and do a little bit of work with the Black Thunders and go and give away some icy cold It's already work. <laughs> that was work? What? Saying hi to people and handing out free coats. Well, that, that's, we were at work yeah, doing true. that at Henley Beach. We were Beach. wearing the merch. Anyway, I had the kids with me. They popped along and gave some stuff away and drank everything that was there. Anyway, <laughs> it was getting a bit later in the day because we had a busy morning with them. And I thought, God, I'm getting tired, but I've got to get them through until, you know, 4.30 until I can go to work. 
what am I going to do? Channel 7, job number two. I can't stay awake, right? I'm thinking, well, I can't just go home and lie on the couch it's because the that's worst feeling. irresponsible parenting in the holidays. And then I remembered my favourite thing to do when I need some respite but still look after the kids. So we went to the movies. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. We've gone to the movies and I was quickly Googling, going, come on, guys, what do you want to do? And they said, oh, come on, Dad, can we go to the big Ouija? I said, no, you've already been three times in the last mm-hmm. 10 days. Right, let's go to the flicks. So we had a little Google, Puss in Boots. Perfect. Brilliant, right? My daughter said, oh, I've already seen it, Dad. And I said, yeah, but it was good, wasn't it? And she said, yeah, it was okay. The other two hadn't. We get to the movies, get the popcorn and so forth, and we're at the movies. It wasn't the gold class, but you could still put your feet up with the recliner because oh, nice. I knew that this was going to work. Get them all positioned, put the recliner up, just get back, and then the movie starts. I am pushing, but. 30 seconds later, the three kids tap me on the shoulder and go, Dad, Dad, it's done. It's finished. It's time to go home. The whole film. I slept for 104 minutes. Oh, so good. It was the best thing. And guess what? I didn't have to look after my kids because Puss in Boots babysat them for the whole time. If you're in doubt, go to the movies. You can sleep and you can't be judged by other parents because you're not giving a rat's toss about your own kids. I am Puss in Boots. (laughs) This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. The Hot Mess Express. Soda, as you get to know me, you will be realising that I'm a bit of a hot mess in life. I've already discovered that. I'm a bit accident prone. Mm. Weird things happen to me. Yes. So I was down at Jetty Road the other week. Uh, I had a hair appointment and I was early. And that's also very rare for me. I had about 20 minutes, beautiful sunny day. Is a hair appointment you're going to get a haircut? It was a blow dry. So, a blow dry, a shampoo and blow dry, yeah. so my hair would look nice for an So event. you went to the hairdresser just to get your hair washed and blow dry? Yeah. Right. I don't I do it all the time, but if I've got something, I can't do it myself. Why can't you blow dry your own <laughs> and hair? You're getting off track. Hang on, haven't you got a blow dry at home? I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not? terrible at it. It looks shit. I'll do it for you. <laughs> it looks rubbish. Sorry, kids. Yeah. Um, so I've gone and got myself a coffee. And it had a little biscuit on it. Mm. And I sat myself on a park bench on Jetty Road in the sunshine and drank my coffee. I had no kids. I was feeling peaceful and happy. Very Forrest Gump of you. Yes. And I was noticing that as people walked past me on Jetty Road, they Mm. were giving me a big smile. Like a really friendly big smile. Like there's Vic Morse from the radio? No, well... Maybe I thought that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. But I also thought people are friendly today on Jetty yes. Road. They're friendlier than usual. Their smiles are bordering on a giggle. Oh, so it was more than just the summer sun and everyone feeling good and being on holidays. Yeah, you I was starting to get a little sus about the, about the reaction I was getting. Anyway, really? I was sipping away on my coffee. Finally, a guy parallel parked in front of the bench where I was sitting and he mm. looked at me and he did a double take. And he came over to me, lovely gent. He would have been in his 70s. He's had his little granddaughter with him. And he mm. said, you got something on your face. <laughs> I've, I've wiped my face. Yes. And on my hand came a whole lot of icing sugar. <laughs> so basically what had happened oh. when I got my coffee, they put a little free bicky on top that was nice. covered in icing sugar. Mm. And the icing sugar w- was all over mm. the top of my cup. So yes. every time I took a mouthful, mm. the icing sugar would spread all over my nose and across my cheek. Oh, so you just kept topping up. <laughs> so every time I'd have a mouthful, I would right. spread more and more icing sugar all over my face. How many people do you reckon smiled at you before the um, more senior gentleman oh, had the right thing to do? Maybe 10 people. But I right. would I have gone up to someone in that circumstance and said, babe, 
wipe your face? I don't think I would have. But you should. I don't know if I would. Why did it take him to do it? What a good Samaritan. He, a good Samaritan. You know, Otherwise, I would have walked into the hairdresser's sat down feeling all chuffed with myself and said, just the usual thanks. <laughs> That's a really good point. Why did it take 11, the 11th person or thereabouts to, stop and tell me to I had do something that? All it's over like my face. if you walk in and someone's got a little bat in the cave. <laughs> you know what I mean? They probably thought if she's stupid enough not to be aware that she's covered herself in icing sugar. But you should. it's like if you walk out of the toilet and there's still a little bit of toilet paper trailing. You have to tell people. People. Got a bit of parsley in there, teeth. Absolutely. That's part of being a good human being. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, you've got a booger, mate. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Right or wrong for your young kids to be on social media? Mm, 13, 10, 60. Tell us what you think. Now, 13 is the age limit for kids to start on social media with things like TikTok and also Instagram. Yes. Beck, you have an 11-year-old daughter. She has an account. Yes. Look, Tell it's funny how I've got three girls that are all completely different. My now 19-year-old, uh, I was very strict. I made her wait till she was 13. My 14-year-old has no interest. She's got a TikTok account, doesn't use it. Mm-hmm. My 11-year-old is in a circle of friends who are very big on TikTok. And I have said yes to her being on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not proud of it. Uh to have a private account on TikTok. So nobody can see the TikTok she makes except for her circle of friends. First question, why did you say yes? Oh, because I've let my standards slip with the no, third child. No, no I feel like no, I know, but... I'm, I'm second guessing it. Um, because I thought TikTok was relatively harmless if it was private and mm. I didn't want her to be left out. Okay, don't beat yourself up yeah, about I am it. A you haven't bit. let your standards slip. You made a decision. Well, no, I have because I was very strict with the first one at 13. Yeah, yeah, and now, two years earlier, I'm like, whatever. That's okay. That's all right. Don't, don't have a go at yourself for that reason. But what I was wondering is because, look, I've got a seven year old daughter mm. and obviously got a couple of boys. The, the eldest boy's 10. I'm nervous because this is a field I know nothing about. Yeah. And even my seven year old daughter said to me the other day, Hey, Dad, on Instagram, we've got your podcast that you do. How many followers have you got? And I went, I don't know. I honestly yeah. don't know. I hadn't had a look. And I'm thinking, how? Well, she's got nothing to do with social media. Yeah. How does a seven-year-old even know what followers are? Yeah, I know. So with your situation, tell us yeah. what happened. So then my 11-year-old has some friends over and I was eavesdropping and they were setting up public accounts. They weren't posting any photos that identified them, but they were having a competition mm. to see who could get the most followers right. on those accounts. So for me, that speaks to social validation and competition and I was so uncomfortable that I didn't want to say anything in front of the girls because mm. how they're parented is not up to me mm. but when they left I said to Frankie you are shutting down that public account and you should have known better. The thing that scares me the most about all of this is that they are looking for that external validation. Yes. As soon as you're asking who or how many followers you got no one knows who the followers are. How many are. followers, how many likes you get, and that means they dictate what they post around what's going to get more likes, and it's it's a slippery slope. You're quite proactive on social media, and you I, have three daughters. I am, and I know my role modelling is not probably great in that area, um, but it's part of uh, my job, and I monetize it, so it's slightly different. Is it? <laughs> No, um, seriously, is that just justification because you're saying it's part of my job and I monetize it? But, but I'm also an adult. Yeah. So I'm my self-worth is not entirely shaped around Instagram. Would some of your self-worth be dictated by Instagram and likes and comments? Um, be honest. Uh, yes. Right. 
No, I'm not judging you. I'm yeah, asking to try and get an understanding I know, because such, yeah. I need to navigate this territory. And I know territory. that I'm, I'm role modelling that behaviour. So you obviously would have said absolutely right for a kid, 11-year-old, to be on it because you allowed it. I wouldn't it. say absolutely. It's not a strong right. It's it's a reluctant right. Okay. All right, Mr. Wrong over there. No, no, no. I'm asking because yeah. I you don't know. You wait till Sienna gets no, a no, bit no. older and us. I'm asking you it. now because I feel nervous. Yeah. But whether it's a reluctant right or a strong right. Yeah, it's a you've right. you said right. Is it right? Is it wrong? Right or wrong for young kids, so kids under 13, to be on social media. My 11-year-old is allowed on TikTok. This is a minefield. Um, yeah. This is an area I have no understanding or knowledge about. My kids are 10, 7 and 6. I'm petrified. I'm yeah. nervous about understanding when and how you allow them to have, one, have a phone, but then allow them to be part of social media. Mm. Is it right or wrong to let your younger kids onto social media? Danielle from Salisbury, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's wrong. I have an 11-year-old, nearly 12-year-old, um, and TikTok is so dangerous because they can see anything on there, you know, from any sort of assault to any sort of mental health disorder, such as, you know, eating disorder, any body dysmorphia disorder. And obviously having, you know, an 11-year-old daughter in this day and age, her perception of herself is really important mm. and she can see anything that damages her and anything that can traumatize her and cause a lot of damage mm. to her you know she's 11 she's impressionable um i i don't even let her have a youtube account which mm. you know a lot of her friends do and i'm really firm on it yeah good on you danielle yeah, thank you. Sounds like you're um, doing the right thing, Danielle. It's a good point. But then also, too, you, you start to get that peer group pressure situation, as you mentioned, too. When their friends are all on, is that more of a reason to perhaps relax the standards a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. 131060. Now, coming up after 8 o'clock, let us know, too, what your thoughts are. But coming up after 8 o'clock, we have got a woman on who's very well known. She has an 11-year-old daughter on Instagram, but mum is actually doing the posting. And some of the posts are really questionable and make me feel unbelievably uncomfortable. That's coming up after eight. And yeah. if any of this content is triggering for you, there is the Beyond Blue support service via telephone, web chat and email, remember. Yeah. Rightio, 13, 10, 60, is it right or wrong to have your kids who are under 13 on social media? Uh, what about Eva from Andrews Farm has written in. She's got three kids, eight, six and 18 months. Oh. She said the age she thinks should be 16 plus, wow. not 13 plus. So some really strong opinions. Crystal from Burton. Right, Christine, uh, Crystal, right or wrong? Right. I'm going right with this. I've got an 11-year-old and she has an account that's in my name. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been really good on it. Um, I don't find it to be really harmless. Although... She has been removed for four months once because she retaliated to a schoolyard bullying incident. Oh, that's not great for our argument. Crystal, Crystal, can I ask, so you're allowing her to use it in your name to override the whole 13 age Mm. limit thing? Yeah. And she's got full control of the account herself? Yeah, she's got full control of it. Right. I feel like 11 is the age. That seems to be the age that all the the kids are, are wanting they to start to get that. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Um, Aurora uh, joins us. Aurora, you're 12 years of age. Um, good morning. Tell us, uh, right or wrong, what do you think? It's definitely wrong. There are so many kids in my class that have get, got bullied on it, and I don't really want to go on it because of that. It's not right. And they also spend way too much time on it. 
they barely focus on school anymore, and that's so wrong. Oh, my gosh. Aurora, you are a smart kid. So you don't feel like if kids are talking about a clip or something that they saw on TikTok, you don't ever feel excluded from that conversation? Well, yeah, I do, sort of. Mm. I don't really get what most of the kids my age talk about very much. (laughs) (laughs) Aurora, Aurora, you sound like a really intelligent young lady. You just keep doing what you're doing, okay? Mm. Or, or, okay. or come yeah. have a play date with my <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Well, look, our phones are absolutely Ooh. melting down this morning. We've obviously stu- struck a chord with uh, Adelaide parents out there, and I seem to be the cautionary tale on this because I have allowed my 11-year-old to be on TikTok. She has a private account, but I caught her setting up a public account. Mm. She's going right. to love me telling everyone about this. 13 years of age is essentially meant to be the age limit. Yeah. Um, but we, as we're discovering, there are many, many 11-year-olds, like in your situation, Beck, because their friends are on it and it appears to be simple and innocent, but we're discovering a little more. Linda, right or wrong for your kids to be on social media? Good morning. Good morning, guys. This one is definitely wrong. We've had issues and they've been very big issues, um, which made me think twice about whether I call you or not. But okay. My 12-year-old daughter had a private account. Her and a girlfriend decided to set up a a public account together. Mm -hmm. Through that, somebody she knows uh, grabbed dance photos from her dance, you know, in costume, Mm -hmm. and they posted our personal address, full street address, Mm -hmm. on this account. Um, They create then from that public account, they created their own account with a horrible, scary name on it and put our address and a photo of my daughter. Mm. Um, We went to the police. The police said there was nothing they could do about it until she was in danger. Um, We had to change our whole life around. They could no longer come home after school by themselves. Oh, my God. Um, The amount of views that we could see that were on this account were just astronomical. Mm. You didn't know who was looking at it and what was going on. Um, And it took going to Cybercrimes Australia to have it removed because we had everybody we knew uh, go through and report the page, which brought the page down for 24 hours. And then it was brought back up again. Who's the cretin who's setting these accounts up as well? And you know them, Linda. That's creepy. That makes me very... It is creepy. And the sad thing is it's probably a student that she went to school with that had an issue. but And they don't know any better. Yeah, Linda, how long did this whole sort of drama and scenario play out for you and your family? Uh, We were probably about three weeks in total of different posts and different situations um, and me getting in contact with cybercrimes to actually get it to okay. So cybercrimes, if everyone, anyone's having this issue, obviously uh, helped you out. So that's, that's a good tip as well. Um, and Linda, thank you so much for sharing that. As you said, you're a little hesitant to do that, but God, it's a cautionary tale, no doubt. Should kids under 13 be on social media? Uh, pretty Ooh. overwhelmingly, uh, our right or wrong this morning is that, that it is wrong for that to happen, unfortunately. Right on. <laughs> we need to meet our next guest. Her name is Roxy Jacenko. She is a PR guru, very well known based out of Sydney. Now, she has an 11-year-old daughter whose name is Pixie. Pixie has her own Instagram account that has thousands and thousands of followers. Uh, Roxy joins us now. Good morning. Uh, Thanks so much for coming on. Good morning, guys. So our question this morning, right or wrong for young kids to be on social media? Your daughter is 11. How do you navigate the space with her? 
So for me with Pixie, I guess, yes, I let her be on social media. Um, am I dubious about it? Yes, I am. But I think as parents, we have to give them a bit of flexibility, not be no to everything, because if they don't make mistakes, how do they learn anything? Um, at least with this, I can watch what she's doing. I'm, I'm mindful of what she's doing. I'm trying to teach her that whatever she puts out there will lurk around. And when she's 21 and she wants to get that job after uni, if she put something on there that wasn't appropriate, it could impact her. Roxy, 11 years of age, she's got 120,000 followers. <laughs> Obviously, you will have no idea who many of those people are. Yeah. Um, you said you police it and you keep an eye on it. How strictly do you do that? Because this is a public profile. Look, she actually doesn't have a lot of ability to upload stuff without me. She doesn't even have the the account on her phone. Anything that is uploaded, I'm actually uploading for her. Um, so she doesn't have that flexibility to be on there and writing to people that she shouldn't be writing to, etc. I mean, for me, I, I don't want her to, I don't want to say to her, no, you can't have it because you know something? Everyone and sundry's on it. Mm. Everyone of her age is on it. And, you know, you kind of feel like, I don't want to make her a victim by saying, you can't do this, you can't have that. I want her to, I guess, explore it, but I'm also watching every single thing she puts up there. Yeah. Roxy, can I ask you, you said everyone's on it. You don't want to make her feel like she's sort of out on her own by not being on it. But just because everyone is on it, does that make it right? It doesn't make it right, but what I'll say is, you know, I remember as a kid in the playground, I was cross-eyed and I wore glasses many, many, mm. many moons ago. And how mean people are to each other, in like all that time ago, without social media, etc. I guess for me, I'm very mindful that I don't want to ostracise her by saying, well, you can't try this thing that other people are on. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it plays on my mind because I know how I was ostracised. I know how I was bullied in the playground. So for me... I guess giving that freedom of letting her do it and, and being similar to everybody else is important. I think also for me, I just am mindful that if I say no, they're crafty kids. They'll do it anyway. Roxy, but the, at the same time, it's tricky. The picture of Pixie in the yellow bikini has yes. got some pretty yucky comments accusing you of child exploitation. Yeah, how do you yeah. feel as a mother and how would she feel reading those comments? Look, she reads it and she, she says, and, and I actually leave them on there because mm. I think it's quite important. As you'll see, for every negative comment, there's also, she's a kid, she's at a swimming pool. That's what kids do. They're wearing clothes. They're in a swimming pool. They're wearing a swimsuit. Um, I don't take it down because I think that's that's not the right thing to do mm. um, because for every negative, there's a lot of positives. I guess she's grown up in this. You've got to remember, you know, from an early age, she's been exposed to people's commentary on our family, on me personally. Mm. So she actually doesn't buy into it. She looks at it and goes, I can't believe that people are so stupid that they write that. Mm. Roxy, I'm not judging here, but I'm just looking at this picture that Beck showed me and it, it yep. is Pixie there in a bikini and she's sort of shot from behind with a little hip out. It's not an 11-year-old doing a bomb off a diving board being an 11-year-old. It looks a little provocative. Does that concern you? You know, it's really interesting. I mean, what the 11-year-old is today in 2023 versus yep. what I was um, when I was 11 are very, very different people. Mm. Um, you know, when I was wearing Clark sandals and socks with a frill on them, <laughs> they're now <laughs> wearing slides that are furry. So mm. as adults, you and I look at it and go, shit. Is that how they dress now? Yep. Well, it is how they dress. You know, I go to the local shopping centre here in Sydney, Bondi Junction, and I'm telling you right now, the girls of, of 10 and up are wearing crop tops and hot pants. 
I would have never done that because my parents wouldn't have allowed it. But times have changed, you know, and I think the reality is that swimsuit and that towel were very kindly gifted to her by those two brands. So she wanted to post it. I didn't do it front on for mm. a reason. Um, I did it from behind for a reason. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it is very different. Well, Roxy Jacinka, we appreciate you being so frank and honest with us on this debate. It is a, it is a tricky one, but we um, appreciate your time and your openness to chat to us this morning. A pleasure. Soda? Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel like her child is being pushed into being an influencer. And her child is an influencer. As she just said, those, those items were kindly gifted and that's why she felt yeah. she had to post them. It doesn't sit well with me. Uh, and it doesn't make it right just because others are doing it. Mm. Talia from Prospect, how does this sit with you? Yeah, no, nah, not good. It's totally disgusting that a mother would post photos like that of her daughter on social media. And even to just allow her daughter to have social media at that age is ridiculous. Sorry, Beck. But no. Oh, no. No, no I understand, Talia. My daughter's not on Instagram. I mean, she sells some bead products. There's no photos of herself. But I, I, I agree. I'm very cautious about the photos that she posts. That's okay. I, yeah. I get it. Tally, do yeah, you have well, some I, guidelines at home? Oh, major, major guidelines. Like, I've got a 12-year-old son. He doesn't even have any form of social media because, honestly, he doesn't need it. Mm. It's not even an issue for him. My 15-year-old daughter, though, she's had it since probably about 13, mm. and no way would she ever post any photos like that on the internet. She's not even old enough to vote. But yeah, it's okay to let him post photos like that on the internet? I don't think so. It's no way. It's such a fine line as well, Talia, because you're trying to promote body positivity with your teens as well. So I had some issues with my now 19-year-old mm. saying you can't post a picture in your bikinis at when you're 16. And she's like, why not? It's my body. And it's so hard to try and walk that fine line of body po positivity. You're right. You want her to be comfortable in her skin. Yes. And if she's saying, hey, look, I feel good about myself, yes. regardless of what anyone else thinks, you, you want to promote that, don't you? But it is that bloody double-edged sword. This is why I'm really, really nervous having younger kids as to how on earth I'm going to navigate this. Ellie from Aberfoyle Park. Um, Ellie, you heard Roxy before? I did, yeah. Look, who is the parent and who is the child? You know, as a parent, you're meant to protect your children. And to me, that's virtually child exploitation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, you have to be unpopular sometimes as a parent. Mm -hmm. And putting it out there just invites, you know, more stress for these children. And life is stressful enough as it is. So, you know, you just have to be the parent sometimes and be unpopular. Yeah. It's a really good point, Ali, because obviously you need to be a parent first and a friend second. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Thank you, Ali. Yeah, certainly. You've got to give it to Roxy. She owns it. She doesn't doesn't step back from it. No, that's very true. Um, to everyone that has contributed this morning, we have had a ton of calls and sorry we couldn't get to all of them. But uh, thank you very much for your input, and especially some people have been sharing some you know very vulnerable stories as well. So thank you for doing that. Um, tomorrow we're going to speak to... Well, a woman who is a cybersecurity expert mm. and get some tips on how we can navigate our way through this, but also give you an understanding of how quickly people can obtain information from your social media. I also think the takeout from this is everyone needs to probably sit down with their kids today yeah. in school holidays and have a bit of an audit and see what they're doing on social media. Good point. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. This is Breaking News. Yeah, I... 
put on, bung on my old newsreader voice mm. uh, to read song lyrics and see if you can identify them. It's harder than it sounds. Right. Well, it is because I have no idea what you are saying yeah, at any point you talk in that voice. you the in the shed. Yeah, no worries. At least I knew that the ball <laughs> cost know. five cents and the bat cost a dollar and five stupid. cents, which is a dollar more. Stupid. Alicia from Evanston Park. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning. How are oh, you? Good. You've got your hands full in the back. Who's that? No, that's not from me. Oh, oh sorry. That's from me. I'm just moving into a different room. Oh, Georgia. <laughs> right. Oh, that's Georgia from Woodville South. That's your little one. Yes. Right. Who's that going crazy? That was Macy. Uh, how old's Macy? She's almost two. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. Okay. Right. Alicia v. Georgia. You girls ready to go? Yes. yes, sure. Okay, good luck. All right, here we go. This just in. Names of your buzzers. Baby, you light up my world like nobody else. Georgia? Mm-hmm. What is it, Georgia? Uh, di- song's called Dynamite. <laughs> um, bye. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not the answer? Alicia, Alicia, Alicia a little do you more, know? A little more, Alicia okay. gets free A little more would be great, thanks. The way that you flip your hair gets me overwhelmed. But when you smile at the ground, it ain't hard to tell. You don't know. You don't know you're beautiful. Alicia, any oh. ideas? Otherwise... Oh, Soda. Um, yes. Yeah, no one gets that one. Soda, what is uh, it? One Direction. Yeah, One Direction. What makes you beautiful? <laughs> I knew it was that word. Yeah. There you go. All, All right. right, so that it's a quick game here. This is the tiebreaker, uh, Alicia and Georgia. <laughs> if you get it incorrect, you lose. Okay, oh, so just be ruthless. very careful with buzzing in. Good luck. This just in. Tell them all I said hi. Hope you've been well. You've been asleep while I've been in hell. Tell them all I said hi. Have a nice day. I'll be just fine. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Tell them all. <laughs> I'm getting sick of the sound of my all own right. voice. No, any ideas? I know you're being careful, but any ideas? No. I have no idea on the artist. Okay. <laughs> I know okay. the song, but no yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh. Right, can, sorry, we have a, can we have a tie break? It's my tie bestie. Break? It's right. Amy Sharp. Amy Quickly, Shark. Here we go. This is it. This, this is, is it. the tie okay. break. Otherwise, tie break. no one wins. <laughs> People are yelling at their radio right now. Okay, this is our last one. just in. It's my life. It's now or never. I ain't going to live forever. I just want to live while I'm alive. My heart is like an open highway. Guys, anything? Like Frankie said, mm. I did it my way. Mm. Alicia or Georgia, any idea? I just want to live while I'm alive. It's I know the song, but again, no artist. Just go with the song. No artist, just the song. Just the song. It's my life. It's my life. It is into my life. I'm not sure who said that. Not sure who won. But what a game. What a game. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Checking the pulse on SA. It's the Soda Stream. Yeah, I am checking the pulse on SA, but what I want to do, Beck, is I want to take you a little further afield than just South Australia, because I've come across something that I need to tell you about, and it's going to give me the opportunity to test you and everyone who is tuning in. Uh, Okay, so let's head to England first up, okay? So we're going to go across the water 
like that little click of the fingers, and then look what happened. The music came from nowhere. Um, I want to tell you about a young man. He's three years of age, and his name is Teddy Hobbs. He's from Somerset. Um, Well, in fact, he's calling himself Theodore Hobbs now because Teddy, at three years of age, has been inducted into Mensa. What? Yes. At three? Yes, at three years of age. I don't know what you have to do at three to get you into Mensa, but essentially he's now part of, well, the smartest people on the planet. Um, can I show you a little picture of him? Yeah, where's um, Teddy? You can describe Teddy. Mm-hmm. Here he is. There's a little three-year-old at his computer. Oh, my gosh. He looks super smart. He's got a little, like, collared shirt on. He should be at the uh, Adelaide Oval members wearing that. Uh, and some really thick blue round glasses. A bit like Harry Potter. I've got to say, glasses make people look intelligent, hence the reason I've just put mine on. Do <laughs> you have another pair? That it makes a difference. No, I don't. I've just got these women's ones that I like to continue to wear. Um, let me tell you about Teddy. At three years of age, he can count to 100 in six different languages. Aww. How does he know Mandarin, Welsh, French, Spanish, German, as well as oh, English, of course? he's having a lend. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Um, he taught himself to read at two years of age. (laughs) He wasn't taught to read. He taught himself how to read. I don't even know how your brain does that. So what I thought I would do for you, Beck, is I've put together just a couple of little questions. Am I smarter than a three-year-old? Are you smarter than Theodore Hobbs? I know okay. I'm not. Here's a real simple one to get you going. All right? Uh, Play along at home if if you're in your car. Before Mount Everest was discovered, what was the tallest mountain in the world? Kilimanjaro? No. No. Just have a listen again. Before Mount Everest was discovered. Oh, it was still Mount Everest. Yes. There you go. Well done. I get it. it They're all like this, Ben. Just FYI. Can I just check this? (laughs) Um, We'll just check the score. Theodore Hobbs, one. (laughs) Rebecca Morse, zero. Beck, concentrate. This one's a little... This one's just a little more complex. There is complex. a Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, got it. Listen. It's in a song by Africa. Right. Um, Toto actually is the song. So <laughs> two, Theodore Hobbs. Zero, Mark Soda from Rebecca Morse. Uh, question two. A bat and ball costs $1.10 combined. If the bat costs a dollar more than the ball, how much does the ball cost? Okay, so a dollar ten for a bat and ball. The bat costs a dollar more. My head is actually hurting. <laughs> How well, much the, does the ball cost? Come on, man. Cents. Come on. Ten cents. The oh, ball no, costs ten cents. Ah! And then the bat, the bat's a dollar. No, no, I can't work it out. A bat and ball costs a dollar ten. The bat. Costs... I did advanced maths in year twelve at Blackwood High School. I don't know. I can't. Well, cheating did you the world of good, didn't it? Because I don't know how you passed the Barnes Maths. All right? A bat and ball costs a dollar ten. I can't do algebra at this time in the morning. It's not algebra, mate. It's simple maths. A three-year-old called Teddy can do it. Okay. A bat and ball costs a dollar ten. The bat costs a dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Right? It can't be ten cents, as you first said, or the total cost would have been a dollar ten. I'm going to run out of time. Right. 13, 10, 60. Can someone help Beck? 131060. Can you answer this? A bat and ball costs a dollar. Do you know the answer? Yes, mate. (laughs) Because I'm not a moron. Right? A dollar ten all up. The bat costs a dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Can someone 131060 help Beck out? If I had time to think about it, you put me on the spot. I'm going to wait and see if someone's someone's smarter than Rebecca Morse. Now I feel like an idiot. Josh from Parafield Gardens. Right, mate. A dollar ten for a bat and ball. The bat costs a dollar more. How much does the ball cost? G'day, guys. How are you? Uh, the ball costs five cents. Well yeah. done, mate. All right. Well, it seems obvious now. Very can... simple, Josh, wasn't it? How quickly did it take you to get that answer? 
Yeah, about two seconds. Yeah, it's, that's... Uh, oh, yeah, it's not that hard. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right, Josh. Yeah, very good point, Josh. I mean, seriously, a three-year-old kid called oh. Teddy can get that answer, mm. yet a 40-something-year-old woman um, who has a degree can't, which is... Well, it's just yeah, a fair well, bit, doesn't it, mate? My degree was an arts-based degree. Mm. There was no mm. maths involved. Yeah. Welcome to SAFM's Beck and Soda. A new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.